All right, welcome in. This is the Wednesday edition of Corbett's Corner. Uh, Matthew Cruzen going to be joining me at the second half of this pod as we'll dive into our kind of master's preview. But I wanted to get a guy that not only knows Tiger Woods like the back of his hand, but golf like the back of his hand. And many of you might not know, but the Masters is this week, November at Augusta. So I can't wait. Cam Rogers is my guest, host of the Tiger Woods Podcast, Believe Podcast Network. Uh, Cam, good to get you on. We've had you on our show in Rapid City before, so now I'm glad to get you on here doing a little Corbett's Corner. A little bit about yourself and how you got into golf so much. Yeah, absolutely, Dylan. And great to see you in person, kind of via Zoom, not just on radio. But yeah, so I've been doing the Tiger Woods podcast for a little over a year now on the Believe Network. It has been such a blessing and it has been so much fun. And honestly, I created it because I just did a search and nobody is doing a show completely dedicated to the GOAT of the PGA Tour. Why that is, I didn't understand. So I was like, hey, I'll do it. Why not? Let's get this going. And we have some fantastic hosts on the Believe Network that are really great for a community aspect. And I've been able to grow relationships with radio stations and folks such as yourself. So love doing these sort of interviews, talking about the game of golf. And it has been such a great time so far. And it's going to be a fantastic week of golf. That is for sure. It's going to be a different week, but it'll be a good one. Right. So before we get into kind of the differences that we could see, I was reading some articles that Augusta might be playing similar to how it is in the spring. You know, it's going to be a very warm November in Georgia, Um, but it's interesting. So the Believe Podcast Network, you started yourself. So that's kind of what I'm reaching into. I've started this entrepreneurial spirit where I'm starting the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. And, you know, and kind of based off what you're talking about, you saw the landscape wait, I can, I can captain this. I, I can be the Tiger Woods expert. I can create this podcast that people are going to want to follow. And that's like what we're kind of doing here is I like getting in people that know what they're talking about, entertaining guests, and like yourself, at Mr. Rogers 99, this is Cam Rogers. Give him a follow, host of the Tiger Woods podcast. So let's start there. Tiger has not been playing his best golf this season. Um, he, of course, is wearing the green jacket as the defending champ. What are your realistic expectations for him coming into this weekend? Yeah, I would want nothing more, Dylan, than to be on your very airwaves and sing from the mountaintops that Tiger is going to win the green jacket yet again for the sixth time. The reality is, and I have to take off my fan hat and put on my analyst hat, he's not playing all that well. I mean, you look at his recent form, and if you go back to the beginning of the PGA Tour restart, the Memorial Tournament tied for 40th, T37 at the PGA, T58 at the Northern Trust, T51 at the BMW, most recently T72 at the Zozo Championship. So no top 10s since the PGA Tour restart back in June. And so you have to go back to January when COVID wasn't even a thought for the last time Tiger Woods has finished inside the top 10 at a PGA Tour event. So the form is not there. And the reality is Tiger was playing a lot better going into the 2019 Masters Mm -hmm. as compared to this edition here in 2020. Now, with all that said, you can throw out the stats, you can throw out the data, and you can say it's not there. It doesn't support a good Tiger finish this week. There's something about Magnolia Lane. There's something about Augusta National. There's something about that venue that can bring out a golfer, regardless of recent form. Bernhard Longer, for example, the guy is like as old as can be and has had some good finishes at Augusta National. Fred Couples, Phil Mickelson has been there. So Tiger Woods obviously is no 
uh, slouch in regards to that. And, you know, you go back to 2015, for example, Dylan, when Tiger was just absolutely brutal. I mean, back yep. problems, the chipping yips, finished tied for 17th, had no business being inside the top 20. How about the uh, 2010 edition of the Masters coming off the scandal? Long layoff from the game. What happens? Finishes tied for fourth and really didn't play all that well. So you can look at that narrative as, you know, some solace for Tiger Nation out there that maybe he can be a factor this week. So let's not write him off yet. You, may, you mentioned some of his finishes, and what I've noticed is Tiger will make the cut and then kind of disappear on, you know, moving day. Um, yeah. So, again, as you said, it's, it's just the Masters, a, a switch flicks on for him. Um, looking at the leaderboard, so Tiger, uh, in terms of betting odds, Tiger's all the way down here. I think he opened pretty short, but now, like, you know, no one's really touching him, which is kind of shocking. I'm seeing him at, like, 38-1. to one. DeChambeau is 8-1 to one favorite. Is he just going to tear apart Augusta? Because we are doing, we are witnessing something we've never seen before. Yeah, Bryson has been the talk of the PGA Tour restart, actually, you know, outside of Tiger Woods. I mean, the guy puts on 40 pounds of muscle. And by the way, he has a little fat on him, too. So let's not give him too much credit. <laughs> Protein All right? Yeah, exactly. But he's been crushing the ball. His swing speed is unbelievable. He's going to use a 48-inch driver this week, which is just barely within the regulation size. So essentially his game plan is I'm going to overpower Augusta National. And it's a par 72. You got four par fives to play with. This course typically suits a bomber more so than a shorter hitter. And that could be the case especially this week, Dylan, considering it's supposed to be rainy, sloshy, not a lot of roll with the ball, so it's going to be all carry off the tee. Bryson should have an advantage alongside the likes of Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson. But, I mean, he is the most recent major championship winner, mm -hmm. so there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that. There is a lot of pressure with a lot of people talking about him right now. So, you know, in terms of golf and betting, I always like to find the values. I typically don't like to go with the favorites just because of how volatile the game is, Dylan. You know this. Yeah. I mean, you can win one week and then miss the cut the next, right? So, look, Bryson's going to be good. He's going to play well. I don't think he wins this week, though. Interesting. He's Cam Rogers, host of the uh, Tiger Woods podcast, Believe Podcast Network, uh, at Mr. Rogers 99 on Twitter. Shoot him a follow. This will be posted on Wednesday right before uh, first tee times on Thursday for the Masters. So we're excited. Uh, you mentioned Dustin Johnson. So again, to your point with DeChambeau, it's not just about bombing. You're going to have to get greens and regulation. And he has been a much improved putter, I think. Um, so again, I am not shocked to see him as the favorite, but I'm keying in on a guy that's playing super well, and that's Dustin Johnson. Uh, so, again, it's not just – DeChambeau is – my dogs are barking. I got my roof done uh, this I agree morning, with but. you about Dustin. Okay, so here's the thing. You mentioned bombers are going to win this course, right? But there's a lot of bombers. DeChambeau is the, the bomber. But Dustin Johnson could get it down the fairway as well. So he's a guy I kind of like here. I got him at 10-1. to 1. But who are some other guys you mentioned you like to stay away from the favorites? Is Rom on your radar? Is Justin Thomas? Can Xander Shoffley have a good weekend? Yeah, I love Dustin Johnson this week, Dylan. I released my power rankings this morning, and he's at number two. John Rahm at number one, so I'm picking mm -hmm. him to win. So there's my answer to that question. In terms of other guys that I'm kind of zoning in on, look at Bubba Watson. 
He is absolutely tearing it up right now with his iron game. His irons are fantastic, and he's riding some really good momentum right now, entering Augusta National. You know, when you talk about Bubba Watson, and trust me, I'm not a big fan of the guy. I think he's kind of a whiner sometimes on the golf course. He is that guy who performs well at specific courses. He has multiple wins at the Masters, of course, Mm -hmm. multiple wins at Riviera and at the Travelers Championship. So, Those three events are like Bubba courses. So obviously the Masters being one of them. I like Bubba Watson a lot this week. He's a guy, obviously, that can absolutely tear the golf ball. He was the premier driver of the golf ball before Bryson DeChambeau came through here in this PJ Tour restart. So he's going to crush the par fives. I think the lack of roll will really help Bubba and not help a lot of the shorter hitters. So he knows how to get around Augusta National. They say, and I think this is more down narrative street, that lefty golfers typically play well at Augusta. I think that's just more coincidental because of Phil and Bubba and then Mike Weir in 2003. (laughs) So I like Bubba a lot. I don't know what his number is. I'm curious to know, but I think he could be a good value play. I got it right here for you. He opened at 40 to one and he's getting some sharp money because he's now at 30 to one. So that's a nice kind of mid range pick there. I like that. And as you said, Bubba's been playing kind of quietly well this season. Um, Host of the Tiger Woods podcast. So I just looked up, this is Cam Rogers at Mr. Rogers 99 Corbett's corner. I'm Dylan Corbett. Matthew Cruzan is going to join us here the second half of this podcast and we'll dissect some picks. But uh, for Tiger Woods, I just looked up his tournament matchups now. uh, So you can bet the outright winner. You can also bet round matchups and you can bet who's going to have the better tournament, right? So I'm seeing two lines here. You got to have the Tiger Phil matchup. And then I'm also seeing Tiger Jason Day. What do you like? What do you see in those two matchups? I love Tiger against Phil Mickelson. I mean, Dylan, Phil's playing well on the Champions Tour, not well on the PGA Tour. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty bad out there. And we all love Phil, and we love his social media presence. He's He's always on TV. Like, they're always following him. Yeah, you know what? He's a great character. And if he misses the cut, in fact, he probably will at Augusta. He should be in the booth on the weekend. But, yeah, I love Tiger against Phil. I think think that's a shoe-in matchup there. As for Jason Day versus Tiger, look, I think Jason Day is playing sneakily really good golf, and he has that master's resume that can stand the test of time with the likes of Tiger. Obviously Mm -hmm. not the wins, but, you know, in terms of that consistency – Jason Day is a major championship type golfer. And I think, you know, he, along with like Brooks Kepka, kind of have that sort of resume. So I like Day against Tiger Woods. Now, the only thing is that's like the matchup of the people with back problems because Tiger has some back <laughs> issues and Day has withdrawn plenty of times due to like a neck and like sleeping the wrong way and like some back issues as well. He's dealt with vertigo. He's dealt with it all. Uh, but I like him against Tiger Woods in that matchup. Yeah. Yeah, Day, just uh, he was in the running at the Houston Open most recently this past weekend, so he's in fine form. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this. Sergio Garcia going to miss the Masters. is again 2020, COVID. Um, it's tough, but the PGA Tour has been rather kind of un- – they haven't been affected that much except for, you know, Sergio missing it. How have you been kind of analyzing how the PGA Tour, which was one of the first leagues back, handling the crazy 2020 pandemic year? I'll tell you what, it has been absolutely unbelievable. Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, I give him so much credit for really understanding that you have to almost live with the virus a little bit. 
and also understand that golf naturally is a socially distant sport. So, you know, you got a little lucky that way compared to the likes of the MLB, which had a really rough go at the beginning and the NFL yeah. and college football is having some problems right now. So that helps. And then not having fans for the most part helps as well. So for the PGA Tour, it has been really a fantastic success. The only reason really we're getting COVID positive tests now is because these golfers go away for like weeks and we don't know what they're doing, yeah. right? But if they're playing every week, you know, you're fine. So I think it has been a success so far. Tough to see about Sergio, obviously the winner back in 2017, playing mm -hmm. well, a winner earlier this year. And Joaquin Neiman is another guy who won't be playing as well. So tough to see that, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, this is 2020. You got to roll with the punches, right? Augusta without fans. Still going to be the same for us golf fanatics, but how are the casual people that usually always tune in for the Masters going to react? Yeah, it's going to be different. I mean, you're not going to have those roars among the Georgia Pines, you know, the Tiger roars, the Phil roars, the birdie roars, the Eagle roars. It's going to be different. And I think for the likes of Tiger Woods who are used to that energy, it's going to be really hard for them to focus. Even Tiger Woods admitted that. And I was a little surprised to hear that because I thought Tiger would actually like having silence because he's so used to people patting him on the back and yelling <laughs> yeah. and saying random stuff, cameras clicking. But, you know, it's going to be different for those guys. And so for the casual fans, I'll be interested to see, Dylan, the ratings. And yeah. especially with this tangle with the NFL on Sunday, you'll have Fox playing some games during the final round, but not CBS. CBS is only the late window. Mm -hmm. So it'll be intriguing to see how the viewership kind of divvies out on that Sunday afternoon. And then, of course, competing with college football on Saturday. So, look, I think – you're going to get a lot of interest, a lot of betting, a lot of uh, intrigue in terms of the PGA Tour really grappling on with this betting movement, you know, yeah. partnering with DraftKings. I think it's a beautiful thing and it should bring in new interest to the game. Totally. I, I got into golf, I think, because of betting. And then I found myself even during some NFL Sundays. I'm flipping over to watch golf on a Sunday. Uh, I love it. Um, so Cam Rogers at Mr. Rogers 99. Great stuff. Hosted the Tiger Woods podcast on Believe Podcast Network. Throw him a follow. Uh, Cam, your official pick is John Rahm. John Rahm, he's going to be hoisting the green jacket on Sunday afternoon. Get ready. I love Rahm. He plays, he plays exceptionally well. I'll never forget that crazy putt he hit. Uh, what was it, oh. 60 feet? Oh, uh, he's Gosh. fun to watch. Fun to listen as well with Cam Rogers. I'm Dylan Corbett. This is Corbett's Corner. Really good information. If you're not a golf fan, you're going to check out the Masters uh, and check out this podcast because you're going to enjoy the information. Hit subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcast, Apple Pods, Spotify. We're also on YouTube as well. Follow at MrRogers99. I'm at Dylan Corbett on Twitter. Uh, we do appreciate it, Cam. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be in touch. Hey, man, appreciate it. All right, you just heard from Cam Rogers. He's our guest, uh, host of the Tiger Woods Podcast on Believe Podcast Network. Want to bring in Matthew Cruz in here and, of course, Eddie Quartz, Fred, uh, whatever you prefer, Connor sometimes. Um, but Eddie's the best golfer that we know. And not only is he the best golfer actually on the course. First of all, what's your handicap? Let's gas you up, Eddie. I would say right now it's a 3.9 index. So usually I'm getting about four on about 18 holes. So, yeah, this guy crushes it. He's a lefty. He's like Phil, um, but actually good. And um, he actually knows his PGA too. So we wanted to get him on for some Masters insight. And again, um, you know, just very basic. So, first of all, 
Masters, we're going to be paying attention. Obviously, you know, we're golf fans, but how do you think the ratings are going to do with the casual fans just kind of catching this in November? Eddie, we'll kind of start with you. I honestly think it's going to be a huge uptick in like the Thursday and Friday with a lot of people working from home. Like, I know I'll be streaming it all day, Thursday, Friday. So I think Thursday, Friday is going to be good. The weekend's kind of a toss up. There's not really a whole bunch. I mean, college football. We'll have to check out the games. No, Saturday's crap. That's why I think the Masters might do well, because Saturday's trash. Matt, what are you looking forward to this Masters? Um, Tiger Woods, of course, coming off his uh, incredible 2019 victory. What was fascinating was, you know, it's hard to tell where sharps are on in golf, but what I did notice was Tiger opened up so short of odds i think it was 14 to 1 and no one's touching him because he hasn't had a great season and now he's all the way down to like 30 to 1 so everyone's on the shambo he's uh tigers at 40 to 1 on one of my books yeah it's it's nuts um the shambo obviously is the uh the guy everyone is going after he's gonna try to cut he said there's no par fives on this course to him the par fives or par fours is how he views them which obviously um, that's how you do well at Augusta is you do well on the par fives. Um, I do, I, <laughs> it's in, so obviously it's in November and it's masters. <laughs> I get a fucking text from Greg, uh, Gino on Monday. He goes, could be snowing at the masters on Thursday. No one really responds. Tyler goes, Wagney goes, I thought it was just rain. And he goes, it, it could come down to a couple of degrees. I look at the weather. It's 79 degrees. I go, <laughs> I go, is the master still at Augusta, Georgia? <laughs> yeah, no. It, so, it was... uh, look, look for the weather. I don't think there's going to be any snow, but uh, we could have some soft greens with some rain early in the weekend. No, we did hear it was going to be soggy. And, yeah, it's not exactly Royal Troon. But it, what was interesting was, is it uh, Bryson DeChambeau's using, what, a 45-inch driver? So, Eddie, for the layman's what does that mean like so what like i'm just used to okay yeah so i don't have the i don't have the correct number so like what is so what is the uh explanation to people that are just usually pulling out driver um out of the bag what is bryson dechambeau basically pushing the limit as as according to the rules so like a normal golfer, like the like the loft on your driver is like a nine and a half or like a ten and a half, somewhere in that range. His on his driver is probably like a four and a half. I like the last time I read it was like four and a half or five and a half, just because he hits the ball so damn high, so he can't use that nine and a half because he'll hit like moon shots. So with the forty eight inch, he's like just kind of like gaining more whip. So when he swings so hard, he's gaining so much more power, so he can hit the ball farther with that longer shaft. How many yeah. – uh, what does he usually hit? How many yeah. 400s are we going to see? Uh, I would say at least, like, one, two – at least one or two the first day, first two days. Um, I gather 48 is the longest a driver can be. Like, how long is your driver, like, an average? I, I honestly couldn't tell you the length of my driver. But 48 is the, the high end. Like, that's the longest. I would assume that would be, like – I don't think anybody else has ever done that. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know, like, the certain restrictions on that. I'm not sure what they are, but... Here's what I want to do is uh, I've gotten a... So I've placed a couple of matchup bets here, and I just want to kind of give 
Eddie two golfers and just kind of think who he thinks is going to win, and I'll tell him who I picked. First of all, Matt, did you have any leans for – have you made any plays? I'm on DJ to win 10-1. Uh, to 1. Uh, Cam Rogers, he likes John Rahm. Of course, DeChambeau's the favorite. Uh, Shoffley's up there. Um, Fred, if you just looking at this field blankly, who do you think has an edge this week? You know what? I saw there's going to be wet conditions, and Rory McIlroy, one of the best like wet conditions player out there, he could definitely go low if he gets hot going right at it. I know he was t- like tied fourth back in 2015 at the Masters. hasn't really done anything since, so he might be looking to pull through and get that like grand slam. I I placed a bet on Brooks yesterday. Just I feel like he's an autoplay four times a year, and this is one of those four times. Um, Fred, I need a dark horse or two for my golf pools that I'm gonna get. Who do you Ooh, like? Man. I need, I, I, I always rely on you oh. and uh, golf expert Brian Fisher because he's always got a couple dark horses for me. Oh. But yeah, give me a couple names that are gonna be in the low tiers that I should look at. I talked to one of my like, European tour sources, uh, Cam Ports, uh, this morning, and he was like, he's a big fan of the European tour, watching it every morning. And he said that he's really liking Turl Hatton, the, the Englishman. A little fiery, that's why I personally like him. Yeah. Yes, he will. He's been known to flip off the hole and maybe snap a couple clubs. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know I, I like. Right, he's in the. I like, uh, I like Spieth as a dark horse. You never on. know what you're gonna get out of him. Okay, he might so, just pull something out of his ass and below. So for these uh, pool tiered pools, there's seven tiers. One is the like best golfers, like Deshambo. You, I asked for dark horses. You give me two guys in tier two. Any uh, like long shots that aren't supposed to do well that you like? What is Morikawa in in your tiers? Because he's, he's tier uh, one. Probably tier high. one. Yeah, wow. it's, it's nuts. He's unreal. Well, he's playing well, so I'm not surprised by that. Hold on, I'll give you. So I made a uh, I made a pool play here. I've got my tiers, so I'll just kind of get your guys' yeah. read on what I have. So I'm on DJ, so I took him as my tier one. I'm on Louis Oosthuizen as my tier two. Jason Kokrak tier three. Bubba. Uh, Cam Rogers gave us a little nugget that Bubba Watson, who is in great form right now, and of course Masters champ playing really well with the iron. So I put – he's in tier four. I've got him. Danny Willett, former Masters champ, tier five. And then Charles Swartzel, one of my favorite players on the tour. How's that card? Schwartzy. I like the Charles Schwartzel. Absolute <laughs> unreal name. <laughs> yeah, literally. All right, lastly. So I'm going to uh, – nah, let's see here. Yeah, so I basically gave away. I like Charles Charles Schwartzel this week. I have him over Adam Hadwin in a tournament matchup bet. Uh, I'm on Bubba Watson, who I like as well. He's plus 125 against Hideki Matsuyama. Um, so I've got two matchup bets here that I'll kind of get your guys' thoughts on. First of all, Tiger Woods, Phil. Phil is plus 120. Tiger is minus 145. Who do you guys like? I like uh, Phil there. I, for one reason, I saw him actually on, uh, he was on a bad beat this weekend, whatever the tournament was. The Champions Tour. His head-to-head matchup on Sunday. He was going to the last hole. He was plus five. The other guy was plus four. Phil fucking uh, 
pulls out from like 150 and it was one of the bad beats because he ends up covering and beating the guy head to head so um, he's coming in hot after that hole out for probably eagle and uh he's gonna do well i'm a phil guy but i he cannot put his driver in the fairway and that's gonna hurt him at augusta he has no idea where it's going he's missing like by like at least like a fairway over you know that's usually my tee shot. So bad on If they had carts, he's driving across the group ahead. <laughs> he's trying to play the other shot from the other fairway. Uh, yeah, for what it's worth, I'm on Tiger. Just because, you know, you got to place a Tiger bet. I don't think he's going – I think he's going to make the cut, which I don't think Phil's going to, or he's going to have a good first two rounds. I don't think Phil's going to do well. Um, so I like Tiger there, and I drink the juice. Um, last one here. This is a little obscure, but this is a guy I've been liking on tour. And Fred, I know you like watching uh, every single weekend. Brendan Todd, great comeback story, or Corey Connors. Connors, like the favorite. Todd. Connors minus one fifty. Todd uh, plus one thirty five. Who'd you go with? Todd, baby. I was gonna I say Todd. I, I think he's Todd slick on the greens. He puts the ball well in what I've been watching in the past couple weeks. So I've been pretty impressed by that. Dude, he like incredible comeback story for basically – this guy was basically about – so it's very tough. You have to keep your PGA Tour card. These guys are basically fighting for a job every single year. It's very high pressure. Um, and Brendan Todd went from like being a very consistent golfer to getting the yips, you know, like that does happen. You hear it. And he had the yips, and he was basically about to lose his card, and now he's just had a complete resurgence – you know, Eddie, you're a guy that you just said you're handicapped, you know, but I don't get the yips because I'm over 100, you know, on a good day. But, like, have you ever gone through a terrible stretch where you're just like, what the fuck is going on with my game? Yes, I've had that multiple times. I've had stretches where I shoot, like, 90, 92, and, like, 93. But most of it's just because, like, you're just moving your body too much or thinking about it too much. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of the mental aspects that can really, like, throw you off just in, like, a – any swing honestly who would you say gets the yips more you or cam oh definitely cam oh my god oh really yikes no but one uh one thing i want to ask you it's kind of wild so they set this field back in what february march april when it was supposed to happen and it's what the top 50 right so we don't have guys like victor hovland matthew Mm -hmm. wolf a couple other guys um i wish they would have like made an exception to like some of these guys who played really well post COVID, but I don't know. Well, isn't yeah, it I'm weird how the see what they're going to do? Cause I saw Sergio and Joaquin Neiman, uh, both have COVID and aren't playing. Oh, so so I'm curious to see who's going to be the two alternates or if no one else is even going to get in. So how does exactly it work for the masters? Because it's like, you have to, cause you see so many, you know, names from the past, and it's like previous winners, and then it's uh, guys that have won different tournaments. Um, you know, so guys like C.T. Pan, like why the hell is he in the Masters over, you know, more known golfers? It's because he had like that rare Puerto Rico open win, you know? It's very weird how you get that Masters chance. Yeah, there's certain like uh, criteria that you have to meet, I guess. I'm See, I was surprised that like there's two Belgian players that played at Illinois that I like. It's Thomas Dietrich and Thomas Peters. I thought they might be in the field, but I didn't see either of them. And I know they're both doing very good on the European tour. I so, like, Vijay Singh. 
I think it's based on top 50 world rankings. And then, like you said, a few of the exceptions of previous winners and stuff. Yeah. So that's why guys like, yeah. I think it's all based on that date. Yes. Back then. So after that, it's, yeah, exactly. It changed a lot. Um, Here, here's a nugget for you. One guy I'm fading, a good player I'm fading, John Rum. You saw his shot today. He used all his luck up. He's toast. He's not going to make it. Hey, bro, it's his birthday week. No, I I think he did that on purpose. That's his skill. I know. I know, but just at that. Oh, my God. What the I would fade DeChambeau. I don't think he's going to be able to get the greens. They're not even giving out, uh, like, green reading books, which they do it like every other – That's another nugget I heard. You can't have the green books there, and that's going to be an absolute killer for him. Really? Exactly. He's so, uh, like, technical like that. and. Maybe he doesn't have the best feel with the, just his eyes, so you got to like kind of take that in account. I've seen that multiple multiple times, but I don't know. I think Tiger still like with his putter and his knowledge of the greens. If he can just hit the ball, a good iron play, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he like he's been so underwhelming all year. He could just click it on. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, odds. The favorite DeChambeau, Johnson's right behind him. Rom's third. McElroy. McElroy opened as the favorite, but again, that was uh, back when it was supposed to be in the spring. Shoffley's up there. Kepka. I don't think Kepka's going to do well. Something about me thinks that I should fade Kepka there. He's coming off injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Hatton's going to. Jesus, Hatton opened at 66 to 1. Back then, he's down to 28 to 1. That's crazy. Um, Appreciate you stopping by, Eddie Quartz, our golf expert. Uh, I think we could call you that. I like that. I like that. Um, I like that. The headband swag. We appreciate that as well. Go Cardinals. Right. Uh, Matthew Cruzin. So this is Corbett's Corner, full Masters preview again. Um, college football is pretty weak on a Saturday, except for Boston College, Notre Dame. That's going to be awesome. Um, but other than that, I mean, games are dropping like flies due to COVID. Um, so we are going to be obviously locked in on the Masters. And a great pod here for you on Corbett's Corner. So we appreciate it. Eddie, we'll have you back soon. And hit subscribe, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We do appreciate it.